Today, I want to talk about something really tactical and sort of practical, and that's how to eat so you have more energy. The reality is most people I know and talk to do not feel great. They don't wake up with energy or feeling vibrant and alive and full of zesty goodness for their life. They don't feel confident or comfortable in their body and they don't really think, they're not really thinking about all the ramifications of all of these things. But the ramifications of not feeling energetic, alert, alive and at home in their body is huge. Also, Just a heads up, I swear in this episode a bit, so you know, you've been warned. Hello, and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. I'm a certified functional medicine life coach, and I created this podcast to share ideas that will move even the busiest mama into a place of health and empowerment, because sweet love, that's the world I want to live in. So today, let's talk about how to eat for energy and vitality and mental clarity and balanced moods and all the things. I want to first start out by saying that I am not the expert in this conversation you and I are about to have. You are. To be more specific, your body is. Not so much your brain or your thoughts, but your body. Right? Our brain is running off of dopamine hits and looking for yummy things and all this stuff. Our body doesn't lie. Our body presents to us all the time how it's feeling. Our brain and our thoughts choose not to listen. Anywho, I strongly believe that you and only you are truly the expert of what's best for you. Of course, there's the experimenting and learning and dialing things in. And of course, things are always changing. You are always changing as a person. So is the world you live in. So why wouldn't your diet? Now, hold on. When I say diet, I honestly just mean how you eat. The word diet is super loaded for so many of us. But for this conversation, it's not in relation to the diet industry, which is a complete asshole. I mean diet in like the context of, I don't know, in 1980, my diet consisted primarily of breast milk. (laughs) I digress. Anyways, I just wanted to explain that weird thing. So my point is, there is a lot of experts out there. Some of the suggestions are totally wackadoos. Some of them seem harmless and some of them are genuinely seem harmful to me. But... All of them depend greatly on how your body reacts and feels. Honestly. I, and like, to clarify, I do not mean how your body looks. I mean how your body genuinely feels, right? Two totally different things. So, you want to be always paying attention, And it's no secret that my family consumes animal protein because it's part of our therapeutic practice for Scotty, my husband, who has an autoimmune disease. And it's also what works best for my kids and myself right now. But I am in no way saying that you need to eat 
exactly how I eat because you are you and I am me and we are different people and that's fucking fantastic. All right. I don't want you to be me. I want you to feel amazing. That is my goal with every client that I work with, with every interaction that I have with people. I want you to feel amazing. I want you to know what makes you feel amazing. And that's what I want. (laughs) I know this is kind of a long intro. And honestly, a bit of a rant, but it's actually really important to me because it super bothers me that people in my industry don't talk about this more. That the paleo guy doesn't say, hey, this works for me and it's worth trying for you. But there's a chance you might feel better if you do eat some grains. So stay open to that potential. Or the vegan dude doesn't say, hey, this works for my body but it doesn't necessarily mean it works for everyone. So stay open, right? Hey, this has been life-changing for me, but there's a chance things will change as my body and my life changes. So I'm open to that possibility as well. Nobody's saying that. Everybody's like, No, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like people reach their ideal weight and then pronounce their option or opinion, I mean, as the best and only option. But I'm like, wait, hold up. Do y'all actually even feel good? How long can you live like that genuinely? And what if your body changes and you end up with an autoimmune disease or IBS or something, but you've planted your flag so deep in one camp, you can never leave. So you spend your life suffering in shame and silence. This bums me out. But it happens constantly. It's everywhere. And really what it does is sell books. So I get it. But also, I guess my point is, I believe that you know what's best for you. And so that's what I want you to pay attention to always. In everything that I share and every suggestion that I make and every interaction that we have. I have my own framework of what has worked best for me, but I've also worked with many clients who eat totally different from me and they feel fantastic at some, you know, by the end of us doing work together. So I know that we're not all the same. Now, sweet baby Jesus, let's get down to business. I feel like I'm really digressing. I've just five minutes of me just sharing my feelings with you. Now, all of this to say, I am not giving you permission for a free-for-all and you should uh, just run out and eat a whole bunch of garbage, okay? No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying your body has the wisdom that your brain spends a lifetime generally overriding and ignoring. Now, when people come to work with me for this kind of thing, I will generally suggest starting with some kind of an elimination diet, of sorts, so we can both start to learn what their body reacts to and what actually makes them feel awesome. And then we build on that. But today, (laughs) I want to share some ideas that apply to all of us, no matter how or what we're currently eating. That's just a blanket thing that's going to support your health. These are changes that if you make, you will absolutely start to feel better and have more energy and less food cravings and energy crashes and mood swings and everything, all right? And in my practice, this module is just very simply called Get Your Plate Right, 
All right, let's get your plate right. When it comes to creating consistent energy that lasts for hours, you are going to want plant fibers, proteins, fat, and slow-burning carbs like starchy vegetables at every meal. That is three meals a day. And I know not everyone loves breakfast, but if you've been dealing with, I don't know, chronic stress or burnout or overwhelm or feeling really crappy and having low energy or health issues, we want to calm the storm inside of your beautiful body. And this often comes from creating consistency, literally creating safety for our body so it can do what it needs to do. It can access the energy and the nutrients from the food that we're eating. So let's go. Every meal should include one to as many as you damn well please servings of vegetables, especially green ones. To be more specific, go heavy on leafy greens, add in some good rainbow action like carrots and beets and all the things, and include one serving of starchy vegetables to that meal. Now, there's nuances to this. If you are in a state of high inflammation, you're going to want to cook those vegetables. You're going to want to know which vegetables are suiting your body so that when you're eating the vegetables, you're not experiencing more inflammation, right? We don't want that. We don't want to increase the inflammation. That's not our goal. We also want to include one serving of protein, fish, meat, legumes, eggs, whatever. And I always encourage you to find out what a serving size is for you. I have some clients that feel one egg, for example, is just right. But I have other clients that feel three eggs is just right. I don't know. What is your body like? Find out. We also want to include one serving of healthy fats like avocados or olive oil or olives, coconut oil, ghee or grass-fed butter. I cannot stress the importance of healthy fat for our mitochondrial health which is like our energy source for balancing out our metabolism and blood sugar and brain function. And it also helps keep us full, right? Do you hear me? (laughs) I said, eat the good fats at every meal. I get a ton of friction on this one, but it is genuinely so essential for our health to have some healthy fat at every meal. It makes us full, it gives us energy, it supports our brain health. It's so crucial. That is pretty much the foundation for creating energy and vibrancy through the food you eat. But you'll also want to hydrate, like water, get it in your body. A good rule is to take your weight, and I'm not, this is not a suggestion to start weighing yourself or or include scales in your life. I'm not a huge fan of that. Just take an approximate guess, yo. Divide it in half, and that is the number of fluid ounces to drink in a day. For example, I weigh about 160 pounds. Divide that by two, which is 80, which equals 10 cups of water or liquid a day. My strategy is to have a large mason jar that I just pack around with me, or I have my big-ass water bottle. So I want to kind of break this down now. For a little bit more clarity because I know I just sort of said a whole bunch of things really fast. So let's start with breakfast. Ideally you want to start your day with a high protein healthy fat focused meal that includes plant fiber rich fantasticness like salads or starchy vegetables or flax and chia seeds or whatever. 
For this meal, let the protein and healthy fat be the star of the show, okay? We do this to set the energy tone and curb the craving cycles for the day. My favorite thing to suggest to clients and anyone who asks is to try for one week eating a savory breakfast and then just paying attention to how that impacts your energy, mood, food cravings, and food choices for the rest of the day. It will change your life. If you do one thing, just start your day with a savory breakfast. And I know that that can be so weird sounding. It could be anything from avocado toast to eggs to last night's leftovers, right? Think outside the box. Challenge yourself. Why not have a salad for breakfast loaded up with eggs or steak or tempeh? I don't know, whatever your jam is, right? Just give it a go. You will, your mind is going to be blown if you do that. I promise. Okay, let's talk about lunch. Now, lunch is often a simple carb-heavy afterthought that leads to energy crashes and hangry vibes in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying, right? It's three o'clock, you need a donut and a cup of coffee, and you are grumpy as fuck. Let's not do that anymore, right? And I know it can be a challenge, but our goal with lunch is to actually treat it like a real meal. A well-rounded and complete meal that includes all the things that every meal should include, right? Plant fibers, healthy proteins, a a slow carbohydrate, and some healthy goddamn fat. Get it in you. Now, I also love to challenge my clients to create a pocket of time in their day to actually sit down and enjoy this lunch meal. Maybe bring a nice napkin, some proper silverware, your AirPods to listen to a sound bath meditation, and sit outside or in front of a window to enjoy your meal, even if you only have 10 minutes. The goal is to let your body know that it's time to eat so that it triggers the proper digestion enzymes. And then think about this meal as a time to reboot for the rest of the day. All the studies support the importance of taking breaks from work or giving ourselves time to reboot. And yet it so rarely happens. We're eating in front of our computer, we're scroll doom scrolling while we're shoveling a sandwich into our face. This is not optimal. Okay? Even if you just start with it setting aside 10 minutes setting yourself up for the proper meal so that your body starts to trigger those digestion enzymes, you are going to notice a difference. All right, let's talk dinner. (laughs) Dinner is a nice time to connect to people you love. This is so important and such an important part of eating, right? So you want to connect to the people that you love and to yourself if you live alone, but also to the food you're eating to a sense of gratitude for any tiny moment of goodness from the day. I really like to combine those two things. Evening meal, gratitude for tiny moments from the day. Also, it's the best time of day to include your healthy carbs or starchy veggies because these generally create quick energy, which is perfect before it's time for bed, 
right? Like you get this boost of energy and then it fizzles off and that is the sign for you to go to bed. However, you you still do need to make sure you're including appropriate protein and healthy fats so you don't end up needing to night snack, right? That's not optimal. We want to eat our meal. We want to feel full and satiated. We want to have a boost of energy for the last leg of our day. We want to f- notice that we're feeling tired and for that to trigger us and our body to going into rest and digest. And that is how you set yourself up for feeling awesome. Now, kind of the nuances there is ideally you want to be eating maybe like four-ish hours before you go to bed and then let yourself fast between dinner and breakfast the next day. This gives your body time to rest and digest, which greatly impacts your sleep, reduces inflammation, improves insulin levels, reduces depression, and supports a healthy microbiome, okay? Now, the idea of fasting can really freak people out. So instead, you can think about it, you're, you're trying to create a 12 and 12 balance, a 12-hour window of eating and a 12-hour window of letting your body rest and digest. So make sure you eat dinner until you're full and satisfied, right? Um, this would be bananas if I didn't talk about sweets and snacks. If you're going to have something sweet, like one of my favorites is an almond butter pack date, then aim to eat it after you've enjoyed your full, well-balanced meal. This is kind of the most important thing to know about sweets and snacks. So don't eat them on an empty stomach, right? This helps stabilize our blood sugar and stops us from just going wild and eating 17 almond stuffed dates because we're actually hungry. Another thing to focus on is when we do have something sweet to try and include some healthy fat and protein with it. So if you're having a midday sweet snack, then have an apple with almond butter or some yogurt with berries and ground flax seeds or whatnot. That's kind of that. Um, And then the other thing I always like to suggest is adding in some weekly things. So This gets more into the optimization. You can start to optimize things by starting to include fermented foods like sauerkraut or kimchi or sugar-free coconut yogurt uh, or, you know, sugar-free dairy yogurt. Yogurt of your choice, preferably (laughs) sugar-free. Whatever fermented foods you're curious about, miso, you, you get it. And to start aiming for diversity. Now, this doesn't need to be complicated. It just means like thinking about the rainbow when you do your weekly shop or when you're putting together your meal and just try and add a small bit from each color to the week. Not to every meal or to every meal, whatever, you do you. I know this might sound like a lot, but just keep it in the back of your mind as you're planning and thinking about what you're going to eat each day. No need to get hyper stressed out about it or try and do it perfectly. But if you want to feel better, why not just give this framework a try? Also, this, as mentioned, potentially might not be right for your body right now. I don't know. Maybe you've already done the work and discovered what your body feels best doing. That's truly fantastic. 
Maybe you don't. Maybe you only eat two meals a day. I don't know. However, for most of us, this is a really powerful place to start focusing our energy without stressing out and tripping balls about what or when or how much we should eat, right? Making it overly complicated and thinking we need to be doing something dramatically or drastically different than we're already doing. And here's the thing. The truth is, in order to really have it all come together, you're going to benefit from embracing some kind of plan or prep situation. It's unavoidable. I mean, it you can avoid it, but it's just so much harder. <laughs> so I do suggest figuring out what that looks for, like for you and your family and try and challenge yourself to make it happen. Yes, change is sticky and uncomfortable, but yes, you can do it. If you're feeling really shite and are highly motivated to feel better, Do this planning and prep work like it's your job because it really will, it really will make all the difference in your life and in your health and in your happiness, my love. Okay. Now, I hope you found this to be helpful and maybe inspire you to start experimenting with eating to increase energy and to feel better. And if you do have a whole bunch of questions or any questions at all, feel free to join me over at Gwen Johnson Official on Instagram, or you can email me. Both links are provided in the show notes below, and I will do my best to answer them. Also, I'm thinking I'll add in a link to the Eat the Rainbow resource. This is something that has been created by the Institute for Functional Medicine, and it's just kind of a fun way to increase the diversity and really start optimizing your gut health and energy. So good. So check that out. If I can figure that out, it's there in the show notes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. And if you found this valuable, perhaps someone else you know and love might benefit from this information as well. So be sure to share it far and wide, my sweet love. It makes a huge difference to me and the show and really spreading this information because it has such an epic impact on how you feel. Now, remember, you are freaking fantastic and beautiful and worthy and lovable and enough already. Doing this work will just simply be icing on the cake to hopefully increase all that energy and awesomeness that is already available inside of you but might just need a little bit of attention and love all right it's time for you to own your awesome and enjoy your fantastic day thanks for letting me be part of it